Good morning and welcome to the David on David Real Estate Podcast. And today we have podcast number 28. It's a special one because we have with us a special guest. We have Gord Lemon uh, from a wonderful company called InAgent. Good morning, Gord. And good, good morning. morning. Good morning. Welcome, Gord. It's a, it's a pleasure to have you on here. And uh, brighten up our day. You got the nice, uh, you know, purple chairs or, or violet. I'm not sure what color it is, but looks great in the background there. The in agent sign, and we're really excited to hear all about uh, in agent today. And welcome to the podcast. Yeah, it's my pleasure being here. Thanks for having me. Absolutely. Before we get into in agent, I am going to give everybody a quick market update. It's still really busy out there. We're still seeing multiple offers. We're still uh, seeing low inventory, um, but uh, you know we—I've been hearing a lot of market updates uh, being done by uh, different individuals, and and the term that I'm hearing being thrown around now is that instead of low inventory, we have quick inventory out there, which really makes a lot of sense because anything that is listed, anything that is coming to market, is moving very quickly. So when you take a snapshot of the market, it looks like there's very little inventory, which there still is, still record low inventory levels. But we also have a phenomenon called quick inventory, where things that are being listed are moving very quickly. So that when you really look at the snapshot of the market, it really seems like there's not a lot of listings out there. Yeah, it's quite interesting. Uh, Cause yeah, whatever's there is going pretty fast. Uh, I know at our end, you know, we're in our, our typical January lull right now where, you know, the deals aren't coming in in the same volumes that we do get other months, but that's sort of typical uh, for every January. And this one's been no exception. So, uh, you know, I'm hoping that, uh, you know, the spring is going to turn out to be typical as well. And things will ramp up like it usually does once we get into, into later part of February and March and more inventory comes on the market. Yeah, absolutely. And, you know, as a business owner, we use this time to really catch up on a lot of our processes, our systems, like we're working to update our uh, Ministry of Labor compliance, we're updating our uh, employee handbook. We also did a new hire in the trades department, and we're using the, uh, you know, the lower volume that we're seeing out there to train her and to make sure that she's comfortable and up to speed. So as a business owner, you know, take advantage of some of these uh, um you know, temporary uh, dips and 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 in in in, uh, in the volume because, um, you know, when you're a high producing business, you need to catch your breath sometimes and uh, revisit some of these policies and then stay on top of some of this stuff. Yeah, that's so true. We we're doing the same thing. Uh, you know, January, early February is the time for us to catch up on any outstanding reports. We're improving our our uh, standard documents, we're upgrading them, taking a look at all that, our, our introductory letters, we're reviewing, and we also have new uh, technology systems coming in. We, we introduced one late uh, last year for signing uh, people uh, remotely, and technology's fabulous. We're just getting some kinks out because we're a bit of the guinea pig uh, with the company doing it, and it's, but it's working fabulously, and the clients love it, and we're taking that to the next level and, and incorporating um, our, our corporate documents and business types of documents to be part of that process as well. And like you said, you got to take advantage of the time because we know once the real estate market hits full stride in early spring, uh, you're too busy to focus on that type of things. You're just trying to get your deals closed. Yeah, no, absolutely. And I mean, the government has really moved along with, you know, the pace of the technology as well, because, I know your law firm was uh, instrumental in helping in agent incorporate and, and that whole process was done online and, and, you know, the paperwork came back online and all the certificates came back in an electronic version from the government. And uh, that was all pretty seamless as well. So, you know, everybody's adapting to the times that we, uh, that we're currently in, which is, uh, you know, great to see. Well, it, it's funny, David, I, I love that comment that from your end, that it seems seamless because that's fabulous. That's exactly what we want clients to feel when we get something done. And like I tell our, our lawyers and our clerks all the time, we always have to be look like we're ducks at our end. Like on the surface, we're calm and cool and everything looks like it's under control, but underwater, we're, 
we're going like crazy. We're paddling like crazy. It was it was far from seamless to get that going. The the government changes through some 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 challenges, let's say, at us and everybody else because everything wasn't working the way it was supposed to work as as things got launched and their system changed. But you know, like that that's typical with anything. You got to work it out. There's some stuff, but at the end of the day, we got it done. And it's always great to hear that from your end, you thought it was seamless. You know, David, I, I give you a lot of credit because like, I, I know you and I will have like these, you know, 40 minute conversations about topics that are happening in the brokerage. And, you know, I can just imagine what's going on in the background. And, and you know, you always give us your full attention. You're always really calm on the surface. So, I, I mean, I, I guess that comes with time, right? Because like sometimes even myself as a business owner, you know, I have like four phone calls coming in you know, tons to deal with. And uh, it's really easy to get frazzled in those situations. Yeah, it is. And and it happens to me like it happens to everybody else. It's just a question of how you you manage yourself and you manage the people you're working with. And uh, you, you can't do everything at the same time. You got to break it down, get one thing done at a time and focus on the next thing. And I always look, focus on the result that we need and how we're going to get there. And, uh, you know, and there's always going to be some challenges. Nothing's as, as smooth as you expect it to be or hope it to be. And you just have to work through it. So to, to start ranting and raving and panicking isn't going to help me. It's no. not going to help my staff, the other lawyers I work with. So I, you know, I encourage everybody to try and just, okay, let's just focus. What do we got to do first? What are you going to do second? Just keep going that way because you can't get it all done at the same time. Yeah, no, great advice. I mean, you have to remain emotionally in the moment and then stay focused on, you know, trying to solve the problem as opposed to escalating the situation for, for no apparent reason. Right. Yep. Gord, super excited to have you on today on the podcast and, uh, uh, in agent is a, is a program that I'm very familiar with because we, uh, we ran the train brokerage at Sutton summit and, and the results were, uh, you know, we'll, we'll get into that in a little bit, but, uh, Tell us a little about uh, uh, tell us a little bit about an agent. Well, um, I should probably just at start at the beginning of kind of how an agent came to be. Um, Absolutely, which will uh, ties into my own story as a real estate investor. Um, I've been investing in real estate for over thirty years, which explains all of this gray hair, but um, uh, started in Canada for the most part and then branched out to the US um, in Southwestern Ontario primarily. And then uh, started doing flips in Detroit and around uh, the year 2010 or 11, uh, really started looking towards the US after the the 08 crash when, you know, Americans didn't want to hear the word real estate um, and the deals were very prevalent. And so in, and I say all that uh, to get to the real point here, um, uh, which I will get to in just a second, as I preface it with this as well, um, I've been a trainer in real estate investing for about 18 or 19 years now. And uh, I've had my own company. I've worked for uh, other Canadian uh, people. Uh, I've worked for US gurus, as they say. And uh, in all of my travels, both as an as a investor and as a trainer experiencing or, or getting sort of the feedback from graduates of whatever seminar course that they took and are out there in the field looking for their own deals and everything as they were trained to do, it came to me to the realization that although all these real estate investors are all trained up, they're all out there looking for deals, they inherently stumbled upon one common problem which I myself personally had multiple frustrations with, and that is working with a real estate agent that actually understands the criteria, the needs of a real estate investor. So personally, and I know many investors will share this, a similar experience, but 
you phone up an agent in your area or even when you're looking outside of your area, you have this common conversation of, hey, I'm looking for a property in this particular price point that, you know, this typical property makeup because I want to either flip it or I want to do a long-term hold on it or what have you. And the, the agent goes, yeah, okay, that makes sense. And first, even backing that up, you phone up an agent and go, hey, do you work with investors? And they all go, uh-huh, of course I do. For sure. And so then you go into this full dissertation about what your, what your criteria is, what your price point, geographical area, property makeup, and the fact that it needs to actually make money at the end of the day. And the agent goes, yep, no problem, no problem. Why don't I start sending you some listings? And you go, okay, well, I, I figured that's, yep, that's the protocol. So I sit and then suddenly my inbox fills up with properties that make no sense whatsoever. And 99% of the time are majorly in negative cash flow positions. And so you think, did I express myself properly to this agent? Did I really convey what I, what my needs were? And I kind of go, yeah, I, I did. So it, it, it inherently comes back to the agent not really understanding the needs and how to analyze property and uh, fulfill the actual, under, uh, the needs of that real estate investor and really be able to work with them ongoing because as you guys know you know real estate investors unlike homeowners who might do three transactions in their lifetime real estate investors will do three transactions per year or more you know so because they're building portfolio they're working whatever strategy that they're implementing whether it's flipping rent to own long term hold multi unit what have you they're always looking for the next deal. And consequently, a kind of a light bulb went off and I thought there's gotta be a system to fill this knowledge gap. And it's not the fault of the agent because at their, when getting their licensing, they're not taught anything about the actual investment side of the business. So I don't fault the agent at all for this. Um, and those that have, risen and become investor agents at this point, they've, in most cases, they've gone out and bought property themselves and kind of learned it by what the rest of us do is just through the experience of being a real estate investor. So, so I thought there needs to be a training that actually assists agents in understanding the, the, the financing aspect, because, um, David, you'll probably attest to this, you know, maybe earlier in your career, and I'm speculating here a bit, but, you know, when a homeowner goes, hey, Mr. Agent, tell me about the financing aspect. And all of a sudden, the deer in the headlights look happens and they go, uh, call my mortgage broker. So we, because financing is a ginormous part of analyzing a property to determine whether it's going to be cash flow positive, there's... Uh, there's that aspect involved in the training, as well as understanding all of the uh, strategies that investors use, etc. So uh, it's a, I created this 12 week uh, intensive training that really helps agents understand the needs of the investor, how to work with multiple types of investors. Uh, as, and <clears throat> by doing that, I, I, I felt that this is going to uh, be a win-win for agents because, you know, those agents that are struggling to find regular business and create what I, I like to call a 50 deal per year business, um, that's easy to do with once that agent garners even a small consortium, if you will, of investors because again they like to perpetuate their 
their deals. They like to build their portfolios. So, so the agent wins because they're doing more deal flow quicker, you know, uh, speeding up that sales process, all of that, because investors are not as picky as homeowners and because they're not emotional purchases, they are all based on the numbers. So the agent wins because they're doing more deals. And of course, the investor wins because they're dealing with somebody that actually understands them and is fulfilling their criteria. And because of that, that investor's going to stick with that agent for life because they're getting from that agent exactly what they're asking for. So why would they go anywhere else? And I know client loyalty is a huge issue in the business. So this solves that as well. And uh, the investors, they network with other investors. Investors, all they do live and breathe. They're geeks, they're nerds. They talk about real estate investing all day long, right? So they network with other investors. And because they're in an investor's experience, so few agents that understand them, well, they're going to spread the news. So the referral system there is uh, quite prevalent. So this in-agent has really uh, filled this gap, this knowledge gap with agents, and really has been the go-between, as I mentioned, between investors and agents. And is that win-win is just, in my mind, ultimately raising the bar uh, of knowledge in the industry and, and just being able to provide that service. And of course, any agent that, uh, that takes this training not only will they be able to work with investors, but how much better are they at working with the regular home buyer clients with the knowledge that they've gained? So, Gordon, I mean, tons of information to unpack, but the biggest trend I'm seeing right now in the marketplace, in the Canadian marketplace, you know, and, and this trend has been so prevalent over the last, I would say, three years, like it's become really mainstream, right? Where single person that you come into contact with understands the power of investing in real estate and what you know even a single property can do to change their life to change their finances to change their future right so i think you know the timing for this has has probably never been better right i i think there is such a need from clients and in the marketplace and you know, when you talk about your experiences with agents, I, I know you and I have spoken before in the past and you've transacted, you know, all over the United States and all over Canada. You've lived in Toronto, you've moved to Vancouver, right? And you've experienced these, these issues um, geographically in, in every location. Yeah. Um, yes, I've uh, invested quite a bit in Ontario, in BC, um, in... Uh, Arizona, Florida, Texas, and uh, Nevada, as well as Michigan. And like I said, David, the, this, uh, this inherent issue that we're talking about is prevalent everywhere. So, um, so it, is, it is really, uh, and you're right, it is so the real estate investing, even with the average person now, is so prevalent, obviously, because we're seeing the huge run-up in appreciation. So everyone's attention is now on real estate. And what we also do in this training is enable every agent to go back to their homeowner database, who now have uber equity in their property, and show them by the numbers how they can buy even one more property as a rental property that will be that catalyst for them to be able to create wealth um, over time, that generational wealth, and, you know, have their money, their dead equity that is sitting in their property actually do uh, be working for them. And that's what the rich people do. That's how rich people get richer. They use the equity that they have in things, use other people's money and build on that. And they're able to consequently build huge portfolios because they are using other people's money. So, so why, if the rich people are doing it, hey, 
That's a bit of an indicator. Why not do it? Because it's open for everybody to do. Gordon, maybe just break down a little bit of how you offer this training. Is it, is it, I assume it's open to any agent to, to take it or, or want it. They can contact you. But are you trying to do it through brokerages that the brokerage is offering this training to their mm-hmm. agents? Or are you looking to just get agents on their own? How, how's that working? Yeah. So uh, it's twofold. So yes, any individual agent can take the training. There's a, it's, uh, I have all of the trainings pre-recorded online. And then, by the way, there is an exam at the end. Uh, so uh, <laughs> we do have to test your knowledge. And because uh, we want the in-agent brand to be able to, uh, to have that and the designation that comes with it to mean something. And, and the, the reason behind that is number one, we want to be training agents that are actually able to help their clients. But uh, as a second point, if, if David, you're an agent in Mississauga and you're, you have a client that goes, you know what, I can't really afford a property in the GTA but I can afford a property in Calgary or Saskatoon or something. And so are you going to be able, uh, are you gonna feel more comfortable just phoning up a random brokerage in Saskatoon and saying, hey, I've got a client who's looking for an investment property. Um, are you willing to take this client? And of course they'll say yes. But if you're able to access uh, the database of agents that have got their in-agent designation, how much more confident are you gonna be to call the in-agent in Saskatoon or Calgary or wherever and go, hey, I've got a client. And you know, I know that's a rhetorical question. Obviously you're gonna be more comfortable sending that client to somebody that you know, knows has gone through the training and knows the stuff that you do, right? So, so uh, to your point, uh, or to answer your question, David. So yes, individual agents can take the training, um, but also we offer it through brokerages. Now, so your broker owner can uh, call us up and we can arrange for the entire brokerage to actually take the training or whoever, you know, the agents within that brokerage, whoever this resonates with to take that training and uh, obviously, the the cost will be much less uh, to the individual agent who takes the training. So, um, so for you agents out there, um, maybe go and have a little uh, talk with your broker owner and say, "Hey, give in agent a call, and uh, we can uh, work something out." Well, David, maybe you explain how you're dealing with it at Sutton Summit for this type of training. Yeah, no, I mean, um, I've known Gord for a really long time. Actually, I've showed Gord uh, some investment properties when he lived in Toronto. And I always uh, say this story. I remember showing him a semi-detached in Oakville for $206,000. And Gord did not pull the trigger because there were some foundation issues that would cost $5,000 to get the house into repair. It kills me with that story, by the way. <laughs> I, I say it all the time because, you know, I have to rub it in. But, uh, you know, Gordon and I um, have known each other for a long time. And, and David, as you know, our brokerage is in charge of running the uh, Sutton event uh, in, in, in Ontario for all the other broker uh, brokerages. And we help head office out. Um, and uh, I, I randomly saw Gordon's name on the list of exhibitors. And I know Gord is a diehard uh, investor at heart. And, you know, he's always looking. Um, he, he was a trainer even back when I met him in the day and, and, and got involved in some really cool uh, and, and neat aspects when it comes to real estate investing. So I called him and, and he took me through the nuances of the in-agent uh, training and designation. And right away, I said to Gord, listen, Gord, I do not want to, uh, you know, get an individual agent rate. I want to be able to run this entire training for my entire brokerage. And I want to be able to give any agent the ability to take the course with me. 
And, and that's how the licensing uh, was born. You know, Gordon, I, we, we were able to uh, uh, put something together that made a lot of sense for both Sutton and for an agent. And we ran the training for my entire brokerage. And uh, the results were astounding. I, I think I had 57 agents take the training. Um, the first thing I noticed in the brokerage was, you know, the level of excitement and the buzz that it created. The second thing I noticed that was um, a little bit of a surprise to me is agents actually started investing and buying their own investment properties first time ever in their lives. You know, I can I, I know at least four agents that have bought investment properties for themselves, right? And the ones who already had investment properties went out there and bought more investment properties, right? Didn't um, you too? I, I bought some investment properties as well. Yeah, absolutely. Okay. Uh, especially after looking at the um, property analysis, right? When you look at the property analysis and you break down the numbers and you see them black and white, like it, it's hard to argue with that, right? And it's convincing, right? And, and the impact that it has on your finances and, and your ability to leverage and, and use other people's money and, and really change the course of your financial uh, future with one property, right? It's so impactful, um, imagine with multiple properties, right? So our agents really got behind this. It created a lot of buzz excitement. Uh, you know, Bain uh, after after taking the training, uh, wrote me an email that about 90% of his business that year came from working with investors. He started something called the Millionaire Club where he gives um, every single one of his investors that has a uh, over a million dollars worth of investment properties, a little gold bar, like a really small one. And then there's different levels, like 1 million, 5 million, $10 million, right? But I mean, our agents really got behind this idea and they believed in it. You know, a lot of them went back to their previous clients, you know, and had the conversation about taking equity out of their home and investing in, in real estate, uh, um, in, in real estate properties. So we, we were finding that they're transacting more frequently Right, that there's already an established trust with their existing client base, and they're going to that client base and getting them to transact more. And and we found that it's building a lot loyalty with their clients. Right, when you're this impactful, and you're able to, you know, really change the financial future of your clients, they're going to be loyal to you forever. Right. So ultimately, what this turned into for us is a different way of prospecting and a different way of creating leads for our agents. You know, and as a broker owner, I get agents coming to my office all the time. David, I need help. I don't know where my business is coming from. You know, and an agent and the ability to convert clients into investors, you know, it, it's just a different way of having a conversation. You meet somebody, you know, on the street and they ask you, what do you do? You can say, well, I'm a real estate agent, right? And then, you know, that, you know, puts you in one category, or you can say something like, well, I help people retire 10 years earlier, right? And then all of a sudden that second comment, like it, it spurs a completely different conversation, right? So um, yeah, I'm, I'm very thankful that we, we, were, we had the ability to, uh, to run this training uh, for, for our brokerage. In fact, we run it twice now. And, uh, you know, the second time around, I think we had 52 people attend. Um, we had a lot of new realtors join the program the second time around. And, uh, you know, the results were um, even more powerful the second time around. You know, even, even the agents that took the course for the second time, you know, they're just getting on board and, and, and you know, learning the language and, 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 and learning how to analyze, analyze properties and, you know, transacting even more. Uh, in terms of the investment uh, properties out there, but uh, it's been very impactful on, on the bill. David, what has that done for your retention and recruitment as a broker owner? Yeah. Well, we've grown extraordinarily uh, over the last years. Um, you know, our retention is, is, is really solid as well. You know, people are not leaving. And, and, and look, it, when a brokerage makes this sort of investment, into its realtors, uh, the realtors are gonna appreciate it, right? 
I mean, there's just no no question about it. And and I think brokerages need to do more, right? We need to step up our training. We need to invest more in realtors, right? Because at the end of the day, that translates to more bottom line for the brokerage as well, right? Our model has always been growing together and, and training our agents is a big part of that. So maybe Gordy could describe a little bit in terms of the, the type of investment and time that an agent would have to put in to do this training. And, and it's, I assume it's all online at this point or are they actually attending specific dates and times for certain training periods or it's available for them to go click on and do it on their own when they want to do it? Yes and yes. So um, it is pre-recorded online so an individual agent can take it at their leisure so it's learn at your own pace uh, when we do it in brokerages uh, we do uh, once per week uh, they're basically 90 minute sessions once a week for 12 weeks and then we do an exam and uh, for our uh, for our broker owners we also after the training is done and the exam is done we also run mastermind sessions on how to implement your knowledge uh, and how to market. And we, we show uh, agents how to do low cost or for the most part, zero cost marketing to be able to uh, establish and grow their investor database. So we do monthly masterminds. And another cool thing that we offer in the brokerage licensing uh, program is uh, every uh, month or every two months, depending, uh, we run kind of a, a white label, if you will, webinar for agents who have a conversation with say a past client or, or a new lead that they, they're talking to, and maybe they talk to them about real estate investing, and maybe that prospect is still on the fence about it, well, we allow the agent to invite them to a webinar where, uh, where I show the, uh, go through just really the benefits of real estate investing and the power of real estate investing. So that prospects hearing it from somebody else other than just their agent. So we're able to take maybe a lukewarm lead. And at the end of that, they're a white hot lead at that point. So yeah. So it's, I don't know, I'm not as good in math as, as you are, obviously, but that sounds to me like about 18 hours of training through these programs. Yeah. Um, I think your math is pretty accurate. <laughs> Something like that. Yes, it's about 18, 18 hours of training with, um, you know, we, we provide agents the the ability, if they've got any questions, they can email us or what have you. Uh, we we want to be very uh, available, if you will, for for agents to uh, be able to understand this whole process. And because we, you know, we're very adamant about raising the bar of the industry, we really feel a responsibility even at this point there. So. Um, we want to provide as much help to the agents as possible. And also for our, for our uh, broker owners, we provide them all of the tools. So they, so in order to get this whole thing rolling in their brokerage, we basically are able to send them all of the, you know, emails that they need to send to their agents and everything. So it's really it's a very smooth system that uh, we have on our back end. So the, the brokers don't, they're not labored with the task of having to implement this in the brokerage. We really spoon feed them, if you will. Yeah. And Gord, for the, for the brokerages, it's also a live trading, which is nice too. It's live, yeah. Yeah, it's not pre-recorded for the brokerages. So if a brokerage purchases a license, it is live trading. Um, and then, you know, that's a really nice hands-on component. The other thing is there is a big homework component as well for each, each lesson. Um, you know, it kind of breaks down. 
and, and, and forces the agents to think differently about how they do their business, how they prospect and, and you know, how they kind of build out their team. So there is a big homework component after taking the training as well every week. So the, the agents, you know, they need to put in a little bit of time and, and without doing that, they're not going to see the effects that, mm -hmm. you know, uh, they would otherwise with this training. But uh, I, I would honestly encourage every agent out there to get their in-agent designation. It's worth it. It's a, it's a different way of doing business. It's a different way of prospecting. It's a different way of lead generation. And, and you know, I think investing in real estate has the ability to really transform your client's life on so many different levels, right? And that's, you know, if you market your services like that to, to, your, to, to your client base, um, I think it's everybody. David, if I could comment on that and you bring up a, a point that I haven't yet is this is not textbook training. It is practical, get in the trenches and every, every one of the trainings builds on the one before it. And so the, with, with between each training, so the week between each training, from the last training, each agent, uh, are, you know, we provide action steps that implement exactly what we've been talking about. And it's all to build your business. So it's all positive steps to build your business. So it's not like drudgery that you're having to go through because you're having to fulfill some random example assignment that really doesn't matter to you. Like if any of you went to university or whatever, you know, a lot of stuff you learn in university is not really transferable to the actual real world. Well, this is all real world stuff. So everything is designed to build your business one step at a time in this investor world. So it's, it's not, I feel it's not drudgery. It's, it's exciting that the agent is going through these steps and, and creating um, a, a, a new business or in this new vertical. Plus we provide downloadable, um, tools uh, that we discuss in, in each aspect. So there's calculators and there's, you know, scripts and all these things that uh, really make the agent's uh, experience quite smooth uh, that they can, they can use in, the, uh, in their, their business, in their conversations with prospects and, and homeowners and, uh, and uh, uh, different things that they can actually physically fill in that will, they'll be able to present to their, their clients, their investors, and show them in very quickly, you know, this based on your situation, your personal situation, if you bought this property, this is what it looks like. And it's easy, it, it, you don't need to have keen negotiation skills or sales skills, because the numbers actually just do all the selling for you. So it makes the sales pretty easy. And it sounds great that it's all like practical training and not, uh, you know, lectures and textbooks and, and that type of thing. It's you can actually feel it and touch it. And as soon as you're talking about a situation, probably all the agents can relate to what you're talking about because they already have a property in mind or you've got an example of the property and you work out the numbers and say, there it is, like, you show someone these numbers, they're real. And uh, like you said, that's, that's your agent. That's the selling point, the numbers themselves, as opposed to the smooth talking sales agent. Exactly. Yeah. And the numbers might not be exciting in the first year or two. Right. But I, you know, as you, as you pay down the mortgage, right. Which by the way, the tenant is doing for you right? And the property builds an appreciation. And Gord, I mean, a lot of the appreciation rates that you've been using are like 3%, 4%, that are very, very, very most. Uh, yeah. conservative, right? Super but conservative, like, we, yeah. We know that we've been, you know, in double digit appreciation rates in our market for the last, you know, 14 years in a row, right? If you use double digit appreciation rates in your, in your financial analysis, I mean, you know, they blow these numbers out of out of the out of the sky. I think you get a hundred percent return on your money in most cases in like three and a half years. Like, I mean, it, it's just mind-boggling, right? And investors have been able to achieve this over and over and over again, right? And I think that's why. You know,
important that we as an industry pay attention to this, right? Because it's, you know, people are asking for this on an everyday basis, basically. Exactly. And um, a, a rule that I have uh, created in my own business and I, I convey quite often is when, when an individual is buying a pre-sale condo or what have you, they're buying strictly for one profit center. And what is that, David? Appreciation. Appreciation only. But that's a wild card. Nobody knows what the market's going to do. Yes, we've seen a constant increase since actually in the GTA since 1996. Other than a few little dips, it's been going up. But <clears throat> I'm old enough to remember when there was a crash in the GTA in 1989. Yep, dating myself, lots of gray hair. Um, so that is, uh, you know, that was a, a thing then and no one expected it to happen. So who knows? That's the wild card thing. So wait, wait, Gordon, if, I'm going to stop you for there. I'm going to say this on, on the air because I know you're not a fan of appreciation and you, I know you're not a fan of buying pre-construction. Talk to us about some, and I mean, a lot of people that are listening, you know, they know that pre-construction has yielded a lot of appreciation. A lot of people sure. have made a lot of money, but talk to me about the other. So that's one profit center appreciation. Describe these seven other profit centers to us. Like, like, you know, I, I bet you a lot of even realtors don't know what those seven profit centers are, but I mean, eight profit centers from investing in real estate. Like that's pretty, that's pretty extraordinary. It is. And, um, you know, as a, as profit, and by a profit center, I mean, it's another way to make money. And as we know, in any stock market investment, crypto, whatever, it's basically one profit center. It's buy low, sell high, right? And a lot of people don't even do that properly. But in real estate, there is up to eight profit centers. Uh, David mentioned the one, appreciation. We all know that one. But there's uh, the first one being instant equity. So actually, investors like to buy properties under market value. Now, before everybody loses their mind, there are properties that can be found in any market at any time that will be sold under list price. And maybe they're even, dare I say, off the MLS. Oh my gosh, can you imagine? Properties trade off the MLS. Yes, folks, they do every day, all day long. Uh, <clears throat> next is instant equity. So, uh, so that's instant equity. So that's buying something that's below list price or buying an opportunity where there is uh, room for uh, 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 growth very quickly. So you're, you're building in a bit of profit up front, right? You're building in some money up front. And then, of course, there is forced appreciation. So what is that? That is being able to take a property and beautify it, put in a secondary suite, you know, do a number of things to that property, which actually raises the value. Um, it can uh, enable that investor to be able to charge much higher rents because the property is now beautified. Maybe there's two incomes, it went from a single family, now there's a secondary suite in the property. So it's actually raising the value and it'll also raise the value in terms of what the lender perceives it as, the new appraisal. Uh, then of course there's cash flow. So that's the money that is left over at the end of the month after all the expenses, mortgage payment and other expenses are made. So that's the net, uh, that's the net cash flow. So that's spendable money. Uh, then we have um, uh, depreciation, which is a tax benefit that the CRA allows uh, real estate investors. It's also known as capital cost allowance. So people can save money on their taxes. And when it comes to tax, you know, it's not how much money you make, it's how much money you keep at the end of the day, right? So there's tax savings there. So it's kind of money in your pocket. Um, what am I missing, David? Um, we have leverage. So leverage is, uh, can be considered a profit center because you're using other people's money. You're using lenders or banks' money, uh, only having to put down 20% 
on an investment property and being having the bank provide you 80% of the property, uh, 80% of the money to buy that property, but benefiting from 100% of that property. Um, and, and, and I always love to say this whenever we talk about leverage is try to go into the bank and ask them to borrow money so you can buy their stock and see what response you get from them. Yes. Yeah, you walk into a, whatever bank go, hey, can you lend me $500,000 to buy your own stock? And you know they'll call security really quickly. And as, as they're uh, throwing you out, go, by the way, how much money would I need to buy $500,000 of your stock? And they'd go, 500,000, now get out of here. But uh, if you went, okay, wait, how about I buy a $500,000 property? How much money would you give me? And they'd go, well, they'd probably give you 400,000 of that 500, right? So it's a whole different conversation, yes. Yeah. And, and leverage is probably one of the more, right, at profit centers. Like, I mean, people don't really talk about it enough, but you are really multiplying your money. Exactly. And then another one is refinancing. So as the, you know, say in a five-year term, you buy a property, it is generating everything we're talking about, and you've got that mortgage pay down, which is uh, another profit center, which I should probably talk about now. So mortgage pay down is, you know, over time, your mortgage, the principal balance on the mortgage is getting paid down by the tenants. So that's just a mechanism that is working incrementally. That investor is gaining more and more equity, more and more ownership of their property every month. And so coupled with mortgage pay down, you've got that natural market appreciation happening. And after five years on your term, well, gosh, you could go back, get a new appraisal and get a new mortgage based on that higher value and pull out a bunch of that initial capital from that down payment and closing costs and any renovation costs that you put in and utilize that money to do what? Put it as a down payment on the next property. And that's another way people can continue to grow their portfolios. Yep. And by doing that, you actually have an infinity return on your initial investment because you've now taken all the money that you initially put in out. It's back in your pocket. You can buy another property with it. You still own the real estate. The tenants are still paying down um, uh, you, you know, your, your property. You're still enjoying all eight of those profit centers, right? But you now yeah. have no money in the deal and you, you have an you know, infinity return on your investment as long as you own that property, which which is, uh, you know, phenomenal. That's the goal of all your properties with infinity returns. Come on. Yeah. So are that, uh, are those all eight profit centers now? I wasn't counting. So. Instant equity, so. forced appreciation. Um, cash flow, cash natural flow. appreciation, leverage, depreciation, mortgage pay down. Um, and Leverage. refinance. Yep. And refinance. I think okay. we got them all. Amazing. That's pretty good. And I assume you go through all of that in, in great detail as part of the training for everybody. No, no, of course we do. <laughs> <laughs> so, you know, but, but just what someone can learn listening to that for the last five minutes is encouraging anybody to look into this further because uh, it can only be a win-win. So if you're an agent, I'm sure every agent that goes into this and looks at it is looking at it from two points of view. One, how to explain this and get investors to buy more real estate, but I'm sure every single one of them is thinking about it for themselves too, mm. right? And our, uh, our goal is for agents to become their own best client. So yeah, that's for sure. What, one of my favorite and that's another profit center for the agents and the investor too because they can deal with their own commission exactly exactly so, there yeah. you go number nine heard it right Eight here <laughs> <laughs> nice. i like it so, so one of my favorite mastermind sessions that gord runs and the mastermind sessions are um you know monthly meetings where you know we implement a lot of the course material into real life situations right um, 
so so one of the ones that he does is red tone and you know a lot of agents you know don't really deal with red tone or don't like dealing with red tone but it's such a powerful mechanism for solving big issues in the marketplace like affordability like not mm-hmm. having enough uh, uh, down payment right and and i mean it creates such a good tenant right if you rent a property with the option to purchase you know, number one, you're making, you know, you're, you're paying above market uh, value for the rent. Number two, you, you know, there's a allotted amount of money that you're paying as a forced savings towards your, your, your down payment. If you ever breach your contract, you, you, you know, forfeit that money that you're paying. So usually you get a great tenant, you know, the, the person's invested into the property. Right? Because they know at one point the goal is for them to become an owner. So they're going to treat the property like gold. You will never have issues with, with the tenant. You're getting above market rent. You're getting an, another you know, forced uh, savings for them towards their down payment that they forfeit if they ever leave or breach uh, the, the, the lease. And you're helping solve a major issue in the marketplace of you know, affordability or, or bad credit or, you know, there's so many different aspects that you can approach and, and really specialize in, in a niche market by using the rent to own strategy. Yet, you know, agents stay away from because they don't understand, right? But it's a great way to, you know, really transact more, solve more issues and, and, and put landlords and, 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 and investors together. Like I know an investor that will personally buy property for a tenant that has bad, bad credit and, and there's an exit strategy and it's, you know, it's all outlined, but it works really well for the investor. I think they get something like 36% return a year on their money. The tenant loves it because it's their only chance to get into a property if they don't have enough savings and everybody wins, right? But, you know, it all starts with the real estate agent. We need to raise, you know, the level in the industry. So agents are aware that these type of products exist, you know, and the next time, you know, somebody calls them and says, Hey, I don't have 20% down. I want to buy investment property. They know that they can still put the deal together by thinking outside the box and approaching in more creative ways. Mm-hmm. Right. Another mastermind session that Gord did for, for the brokerage is, you know, we actually took a scenario and, and said, okay, we're going to have three different market corrections. We're going to do a 10% market correction. We're going to do a 20% market correction. And then we're going to do a 50% market correction. We're going to hold this property for 25 years. And we're going to see what the numbers look like. And in a 50% market correction, over a 25-year period, as long as you have positive cash flow, okay, the investor still gets a 100% return investment like you know not that there's no risk here right because there's always risk but you know these numbers don't lie and 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 the results are so compelling and 25 years you know it sounds like a long time to a lot of people but it goes by quick tell me about it (laughs) anyway you're so right David I mean uh, Gordon and I are pretty pretty passionate about real estate investing. And, 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 you know, this course really speaks to that. And uh, it, it's a fabulous course. And um, I love the branding. I, I love what Gord's trying to accomplish. And, you know, we're in all the way. Well, Gord, it's been fabulous to have you on here. I want to get one other question before, you know, while we still have a little bit of time. I, I think some of the focus of what you're talking about, you know, we're talking about landlords and tenants and, and these investment properties. But I, I'm assuming you're doing it both on the residential side and a little bit on the commercial side as well for commercial type investment properties for those that want to get in that. And there's certainly differences if you're dealing with a commercial industrial type investment property versus a, a residential investment property and the type of tendencies and other issues that you got to deal with. Absolutely, David. And uh, what we do in the training is we're not training agents to become commercial agents. But uh, we are providing the knowledge of commercial property as we progress through the training. So an agent, because a lot of investors will, you know, start in the residential world and 
you know, a lot of them will kind of look to the, the more commercial side uh, to get into. So what happens then? Does the agent lose this client forever? No, not necessarily. So, you know, I, I, I say in the training, uh, I've, I've spoken with lots of commercial uh, broker agents over the years, and one of their biggest pet peeves is getting referrals from residential agents of clients that are not prepared. They've just kind of see commercial uh, investment as a pipe dream and are really not qualified at all, both from their experience um, and or their ability to close on a deal of that magnitude. So what we do is provide the agent enough knowledge so they're able to have very intelligent conversations about the multitude of uh, of uh, 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 commercial type properties, be able to really talk knowledgeably in that arena and qualify that investor for a very warm handoff to a commercial agent and then and be able to justify a co-broker or a re good referral or however uh, that handoff and, and that uh, relationship uh, works out, but um, at the end of the day, it it provides that agent the confidence to be able to talk all the way up to the commercial aspect of any type of property. Amazing, yeah. I think it's about the handoff at the end, right? And it all kind of goes to you know, really paint you as a professional, right? There's a way to do it properly and there's a way to, um, you know, not do it properly. So I think by having all the knowledge and, and be able to really pre-qualify your client, pass over a really warm and hot lead to the commercial agent just makes that relationship um, a, a lot better. And it's going to turn into a better relationship for that client, the commercial agent, right? And the commercial agents knows, so here's my mortgage qualification. Here's my investment binder with all the portfolios, with you know exactly what this investor is looking for. That commercial agent can pick up and 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 really you know lead to a positive experience for that investor, versus you know passing a cold lead saying, hey, here's John Smith, call him. He wants to do some commercial investing, which is you know what probably happens about ninety five percent of the time in the real estate. Exactly. Right. Exactly. You know, you want to be able to to really service and provide that professionalism to your clients, and and you know, I, I think this is definitely the right way to go. Well, this has been fabulous, Gord. Uh, when when David and I first started talking about doing this podcast, one of the intentions was just to raise the bar in our industry with the discussions that we're having and different aspects of real estate. Uh, you know, from an, an agent's point of view, from a legal point of view, there, you know, there's issues, and and the program that you're that you've come up with here does exactly that. Uh, you know, for a certain segment of the industry, and I, I think it would be great training for any agent uh, to do. So, um, congratulations to you for for putting that together and coming up with the idea, and uh, I'm sure it'll be extremely successful. I can't imagine any brokerage not wanting to take advantage of that or any agent not wanting to take advantage of it. even if you know if they're not planning to be uh, to, to get out there to, to find investors but even from their own personal viewpoint I think it's it's great knowledge and knowledge is king so congratulations to you for coming up with this yeah and I love Thank the you. branding well one well done on the branding I mean I think the name is very powerful so mm -hmm. we're definitely in yes are you in <laughs> All right. yeah you guys it's uh it's we've had great feedback from uh, so many agents both new agents who have just got into the business two or three years in and from veteran agents as well saying i you know i wish i started uh you know took this training 20 years ago so um we're we're really getting some nice feedback and you know agents are are saying that they're getting more and more deals and working with more and more investors. So it's very fulfilling on this end. So I really want to thank you guys for having me on and, and allowing me to, to discuss this training and, and getting the knowledge out there 
to the public, not just agents, but we want every real estate investor to be able to ask their agent, hey, are you an in-agent? Because I only want to deal with a guy that's taken that training and got that designation. So thanks. Thanks for allowing me to share. And, and Gord, where can people go for more information? Just very quickly. Inagent.com. Awesome. That'll do it. Awesome. Well, Gord, thank you so much for joining us today. Uh, it was great having you on. And I think like David said, you know, um, we peeled back lots of layers and, and, you know, it was, it was a great podcast. So thank you for your time and thank you for joining us uh, this morning. It's my pleasure, gentlemen. Thanks, Gordon. Welcome to David and David on Real Estate. Join us as we explore the ins and outs of the real estate market and dive deep to understand the issues affecting buyers, sellers, investors, and businesses. If you love real estate as much as we do, sit back, relax, and gain an insider's edge to the exciting world of real estate. David Gorski is a broker and the owner of Sutton Summit Realty, a powerhouse brokerage providing guidance to over 180 realtors. And David Corman is a partner at Corman's LLP, a respected law firm specializing in residential and commercial real estate transactions with offices located in Toronto, Mississauga, and Markham.